Well, grab a seat, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right, dear Davidson Flip, still in COVID formation, uh, coming to you from our lovely abodes as we try to bring you this show and bring you a little bit of levity, a little bit of information, hopefully a little bit of happiness and a lot of militant. Power Shit. to the people. Power to the people all the time. Ryan, give us what? There you go. There you, go. You, you better be down, my <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got some producer stuff to do over here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kenneth Davis. You know him. His name is D Demonstro. What's happening, everybody? Hey, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at D and Davis Show. Once again, it's at D and Davis Show on Facebook.com as well. Facebook.com forward slash D and Davis Show. Click on the Bayou link. It takes you everywhere that we are. YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, everywhere. Just follow us, subscribe, rate, share, all that good stuff. I'm on IG and Twitter at Demons1, D-E-M-O-N-Z-E-1. Ken is on Twitter and IG at That's Davis, executive producer of the Dean Davis Show and everything that we do. Ryan Bukovsky, Ryan's on Twitter at uh, Ryan B. Ski, and uh, there you go. Keep that fist up. And IG, Ryan B. Ryan B. Ski1, and our main man, Sidney Brown. You can follow him on IG and Twitter at Sid. Hey, oh, Sid throwing up the, 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 the bicep and the fifth. All right. Hey, make sure you read all the Sid's articles, too, on weareregalradio.com. So real quick. So we had a um, global meeting, a global – no, it wasn't global. It was a national town hall yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. And they were like, uh, so it's good because it's like, all right, so let's get to these questions that when this shit first happened, y'all said this two months ago, basically, and now how things have changed. Somebody was like, so um, one, they said that we indefinitely, we're indefinitely not going back into the office, right? Indefinitely? For right now. They're saying that, that they're just saying they're not putting a time on it, right? Oh, wow. They're not, they they're not going like, to keep doing like, okay, exactly. yeah, this much. So after them, they're supposed to be out to the 31st. We know they're going to be out longer, but they haven't re-upped it yet, right? Mm-hmm. So they just told us, Sidney was like, don't, and they told us, don't carry your ass in there too. They was like, oh. don't go in there because basically we don't want you to get sick or anything that happens, stay the fuck out the office. If you need something, like Caesar and them, like somebody comes in there once a week. So if you need something or and if you need any tech, they're not even really going to take it from the office all the time. It's going to have whoever it is they purchase from send straight to your ass, basically. Okay. Hmm. But uh, so somebody asked, so they was like, well, uh, now that you've had this time, have you guys started thinking about leases and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. And before it was kind of like, man, no, we're keeping this and all that and all that. And it was like, yeah, we have starting to think about those leases and stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, depending now, since we've seen how well you all work at home, you know what I'm saying? And also in coming back, they're like, so if, if your office had 100 people in it, it's like, we may come back and ver- ver- verbatim, he was like 33. And I'm like, why do you say 33? He's like 33, 40 or 50. And, <laughs> but, he was, but he was basically saying, there's no way you can have a full office. And you already saw, they had actually, they had cut off. They didn't cut off. They took everybody from the other side where you used to be at, yeah. moved them over on that side. Mm-hmm. In all fairness, because I'm sure they're going to end up, they, the plan would seem like they was going to rent that out or something. Mm-hmm. It damn, it would be better to put people back over there a space because you're you're separating them. But yep. I think, for instance, like my job, I don't think they're going to have me come back uh, because they, they, you're going to need those salespeople. Even though salespeople can do what they need to do from home, it's the people that have to be up in there necessary. Oh, uh, why? Exactly. I'm with you. you. Nobody need to be in there. Listen, any kind of tech company, and that's what old, my old 9 to 5, what Ken is still at, and my current 9 to 5, it's a tech company. You mm-hmm. don't need to be with with the with the technology we have right now. We broadcast and we're recording this right here for the Davis to flip. That's all you really need in mm-hmm. a cell phone. They they said that uh, man, if you don't want to come back, you do not have to come back in the office. Dude, Twitter. Uh, I know. No, Facebook. Facebook. Facebook did it too. 
Facebook said that they're they're permanently sending their uh, workers home. Twitter, Twitter said the same thing too. He said, "Y'all don't got to come back if y'all want to." Like, yeah. you want to stay at home? Because if productivity is still high, I keep saying this over and over again. If productivity is still high, still going normal as it was, and they could find any kind of way to cut that bottom line, mm-hmm. a lease, uh, mm-hmm. electricity. Sure. Nowadays, with millennials and and Gen, Gen X's, food, uh, coffee, everything. If we don't have to pay for that, lights. Internet, we ain't got to pay for that, and you can pay for that yourself. Yeah, go ahead and stay home. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was talking with my uh, with a family friend of mine who lives in my building, and she deals with payroll at her job. And she she was she got email uh, uh, her boss emailed her last week and said that you really like in the situation you in, Ken. You, you don't have to come back to the office if you don't want to. She was she was thinking about it like if I could do it from home. Why do I need to go out? If you notice, you know, you notice one, one of the many subjects that people are not talking about on the news, traffic and, and the ozone layer. I noticed that yeah, the climate, climate's yeah. been increasing. Uh, it hasn't gotten uh, better here, though. Uh, right. That's what I say. It's increasing a little bit, but you know, mm-hmm. no one's been talking about the traffic. No one's been talking about the ozone layer with the environment and everything. If we get at least the traffic that at least halfway decent like it is right now, it's going to benefit the environment. Piggyback on what Sid said, it's it's helped the environment in a lot of places, but air quality mm-hmm. in Chicago has only risen by like one or two percent because we're still burning off all these factories and stuff. People were kind of shocked that our air quality hasn't risen as much as some of these other places. Like when you look at uh, Venice, how you can see into the water now, you know what I'm saying, yeah. or L.A. and so on and so forth with the smog and stuff like that. All right, a third person has been charged in the murder of Ahmad Arbery. It's from ABC News. The Georgia Bureau of Investigation on Thursday said it uh, arrested William Roddy Bryan uh, Roddy. Jr. Yeah, right. And they made sure to put him for Roddy. Right. Just full of racism. Roddy. That's racist ass Roddy. Look at Roddy, racist ass coming down the block. <laughs> full of hate. Uh, Roddy Bryan Jr., uh, 50, uh, charges of felony murder and a criminal attempt to commit false imprisonment. Uh, Brian took the viral cell phone footage depicting the chase and killing of Arbery 25 on February 23rd in Glen County. Uh, Brian will be booked in Glen County uh, Jail, uh, GBI said. Uh, an intentional initial police report noted Brian tried unsuccessfully to block Ar- Arbery, uh, who was jogging in the neighborhood when he, he was being, being confronted. So we know the parents have been asking for this. And finally, the, the guy that was filming it, who we don't we don't get to see the scene, but he tried to block Arbery when he was re- So let you know he was up to some fuck shit. All right. Um, he's finally gotten uh, locked up for the time being and they're charging him and we're waiting to see what happens with him and the father and the son. But definitely it's good to know that they're bringing this dude in because his ass should have came in when the father and son went in. Hey, Ryan, can you do me a favor? Can you look up and see who's the DA on this? I think it's a black lady. I think they brought in a black lady. Yeah, they did. They did. They did, did. right? See Mm -hmm. if you can get her name off, Ryan. But no, I I can't listen. I I know when this initially dropped, we was, everybody was kind of like, so who's a mystery man? Who's the person that's filming this? Obviously, at least the people, you know, saying in my, my opinion was some common sense and a little bit of this, kind of figured like, yeah, he was up to something. I think he was probably a part of this. You just don't roll down the street so quietly and just filming something on your phone, racist ass Roddy. So, um, but no, it's good to finally, um, they, you know, say charge him too. Now, what's interesting, I don't know if anybody saw this. I think I brought this up before. He was on uh, Chris Cuomo's show on CNN, him, Roddy, and his lawyer, and his lawyer was basically kind of like setting the blueprint of how he's going to do this in trial. He basically called Roddy dumb. And basically, in so many words, saying like he don't know what he was doing. He's not really friends with him. You know what I'm saying? 
basically, if you ever seen, well, I think he said something like, if you know the education system down here, it ain't that good. And my my coat, my my defendant, I'm like, I'm like, my client, my, my client, like, damn, dude, you throw him on a bus like that. So that's where he's gonna go as far as his his um his way of trying to get out of this. And also, too, they gotta be flipping on each other now. They gotta be talking. Cause he's locked up in the same place the father and son is like the Michael, the McMichaels. They all have to be talking to, you know, so I would think gotta be talking about Unless they're getting other. the wink. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I mean, think about who they didn't bring them in. They didn't even bring them, their asses in, going along with Ryan is saying. Mm -hmm. Those authorities basically looked the other way because the father being a former officer, officer and investigator. So who, like, they, they, there's a chance. But I think it, if there's any dimes to be dropped, it would probably be the father and son against him and him against them. I don't think the father and son. About. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. I don't think the father and son, maybe they yes. will, are going to go against each other. each other. No, no, I'm talking about but, the father and son going against racist ass Roddy. But think about it, though. This is another thing, though, D. Roddy's been out free. So okay. he's been able to get information probably to and from them through their lawyers. It's not like they've all been locked down. Even if they were locked down, the lawyers to still switch it. But he's been free while this has been I, I going think, on. I would think, guys, that's I think that's kind of risky if their lawyers, the two, the, the father and son and Roddy's lawyer, are talking to each other because if any kind of discovery gets, if that gets found out any kind of way to the prosecution. They all fuck. So that goes that's goes back to my point when I'm talking about Roddy when he was on CNN. He was basically trying to say he ain't had nothing to do with them and he is dumb. And Roddy didn't answer a question. He just stood there with his mop haircut and was like quiet, didn't say a word. So I, I mean anything is possible, you know what I'm saying? With the cases like this, guys, but I, I would think that the father and son, like, man, no, nah, Roddy answers on him too. As you say, Ken. They said that Roddy but was blocking his thing. ass. But this is the thing, though. If they say and Roddy, that but, video was long, but look, too. But look, if, they, if they're throwing Roddy under the bus and he didn't shoot him, because basically what you're saying, if they like, man, he was in on it, well, they're implicating themselves. What were you, he, what were the, what was he in on there, motherfucker? Mm -hmm. So are y'all guilty? So how can you throw him under the bus if he's, if you guys are doing a citizen's arrest, which legally it's not a citizen's arrest because it was not their property, Right. If they're doing a citizen's arrest and you're video taping it for them to verify that it's a citizen's arrest, how can you throw him under the bus? He was just doing what y'all asked him to do. Mm. See it, Ryan, what y'all think? Uh, uh, I'm, not an ex I'm not an expert on criminal activity, but I do know this. When criminals get caught, um, they, they don't look out for nobody else but themselves. So like you said, D, if any discovery, any trace of evidence comes back to them, that it's, that it's, some, that it's a fact that they don't want nobody else to know. If it gets, that he gets put back on them, they're in trouble. So uh, I'm not surprised at all. This they're, Those people are only looking out for themselves because they got caught. Emory never snitched on Jay-Z. Not even Tata, huh? No, not even Tata. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, what do you think? He never told. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Joyette Holmes, I believe, is the okay. DA that was brought in. Well, how do you spell the last name? Like Lawrence Holmes. H-O-L-M-E-S? Yes. That's my people's last name, too. Hey. Could yeah, maybe. Uh, I think a couple things. One, like, now knowing that this guy was involved, just, like, crazy to me that this video even got out. Like, man, uh, I'm so happy it got out, in a way, because otherwise this would just be non-justice, period. It would his lawyer put it out. Nothing. Yeah, I said, his, he, he leaked it. They leaked it kind of cover his ass. Roddy's yeah, lawyer, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, if he had done, 
He's like, Rodney, got, he was not there. Look, he's filming it. He was not in that situation, right? He put that put that out. You you ain't do nothing, right? I'm going to get you off. If they're all working together, why the hell would he even want this video for some supposed citizen arrest? I mean, to me, that just seems like ridiculous. Wouldn't you try to cover it up instead? Ryan, when you're lynching in the 2020s, you want proof to verify your lynch is, uh, is, 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 is legal, right? Because they went to do some lynching. They were like, right. you don't show, like, dog, for instance. You take pictures of us. You take pictures of us. Dude, you don't show up, and we live in the hood. You don't show up to nobody crib fully armed up. You don't roll up. There's only one thing you tell somebody when you roll up fully armed up. It's your ass. All right. That's the old, like brandishing web. Like I know it's Georgia and 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 it's uh it's a a standing uh whatever um, stand your ground. Thank you, D. Standing stand your ground state. But still, they these idiots, right? And, and then think about one of them idiots. One of them's a cop, so he legally thinks he yeah. has the right to do. Man, that's my old job, man. I'm about to get back on the old and the old horse. And then think about the fact that we found out now that the homeowner, how a cop told him, yeah, just sit up. This is up a uh, big old man, McMichael. He, if you get anything on the camera, like a cop, they have the message. Yes, they have a message from a cop. So a cop told him, you know, he ain't got to worry about us. Old man McMichael says he basically he been dying. Uh, if anything happens at that property, he said he'd let him know t- any time of day, right? And gave him McMichael's number. So hold on, okay, okay, all right. So this is this is new to me. Mm-hmm. So did the homeowner? Because the homeowner, I seen an interview with him. He I seen the like, one with him. Yeah, yeah like, but he, he basically like, I had nothing to do with. Yeah, this. but he was he's a little bit slicker. He's it's slicker than that. I saw the one you talking about when he had his lawyer on there, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and lady, he was yeah. like, I don't know them. Yeah. Uh, somebody introduced me. He said somebody introduced him to the son in that interview, right? Right, right. No, no, no. A cop had sat there. I believe it was text. I don't know if it was voicemail message, but told him. Basically, McMichael's been, uh, been, you know, he's there for you, you know, basically like he's he's uh, security in this area yeah, to a certain yeah, degree. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah. if something happened, he said for you to hit him if you see anything on that motherfucking camera. So, but he, but, as but he did hit home, him. He, no, no, he, didn't call he did him. hit him. Remember, he called after, yeah. and that's when he found out that uh, Aubrey was already or dead. Right. When a homeowner called later, he found out. So he did not engage them at that time to do anything from as far as what we know right now. So do we think this is going to be, do we still have court TV? Can we still watch trials? That's yeah, the, it's, um, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, I forget what comes on court TV station, but yeah, court TV is still on. I don't, I don't know. It's been a long time since we had anything court TV worthy. What about the young girl who had killed a, the the kid down in Florida, her, her daughter down in Florida? What was that? What was that girl's name? That was kind of on TV. Trayvon yeah, Martin was a little bit on TV, but it wasn't as much as kind of like OJ. That was like prime time. That made court TV. Yeah, that made court exactly. Yeah. That made court TV. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just happy that the dude got uh, racist ass right. He got arrested. All right. He was up to I, something. Just to me, it's kind of crazy too because you would think with an ex cop, he'd be like, "Yo, we don't need to prove anything. We just need to do this, this, and this, and we'll get away with it." Ryan. And there'll be too much deniability. How many? How many times we see on on body cam, police officers still doing fuck shit Cover, and covering it up, telling other. Co- remember yeah, that but kid? He's not a cop. No, remember no, no, that kid? No, no. I'm saying. Yeah, I get what you're. Yeah. You know, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I'm just saying the emboldenment of a cop sometimes. They be like, man, okay. I saw a video last night, dude. Uh, yeah, but I'm saying saw, those oh, wait, cops wait, wait, wait. that you're talking about with the mm-hmm. body cam. They're mm-hmm. trying to cover it up, right? They're not trying to get a, a citizen's arrest. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm through. Right. I did right. Like, mm-hmm. you would think that would be his mindset. I'm doing something illegal. Basically, I know it's illegal. Even if 
I have some legal grounds. People can argue it's illegal. Let's mm-hmm. just do this, this, and this and cover it up. I guess he don't care. I'm amazed by that. Now, I, I think he thought he was legal. I think this dumbass thought he was legal. Also, yeah, yeah. I saw yeah. something that was talking about then. You know, this is alleged. But uh, kids, that, people that went to school with the son was like he was one of the most racist motherfuckers in the school. And as soon as they heard it, they was like, yeah, it sounds, it sounds just about right. Is it uh, this alleged too? I see a lot of pictures. I shouldn't, I mean, it shouldn't base anything on Twitter, but they basically say like the father was a part of the Klansman. I mean, it's like pictures and stuff like that. That could be fabrication. Sure. That, could be, that, could be, that could be Twitter. I mean, social media. Yeah, know, Photoshop or whatever. Yeah, Photoshop hey, or yeah. propaganda. But, like, but chances, chances are he yeah. probably is. Based on what you he did. Yeah. You can't assume, but people that are motivated to lynch are usually a part of that game. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. And he never ran out there on all those white people that came in and out that house with, right. the shotguns, with the shotguns ready to go. Hell no. All and right. get my two cronies to back me up. One of them's my son. <laughs> <laughs> then there was the flip. All right, this story is coming out of BuzzFeed. Uh, as he sat in his bed in the Boston Hospital coronavirus ward, Mike Schultz chatted with one of his favorite nurses about his treatment and being uh, sedated and intubated. He said, I thought it was only had been going by, by, by a week. Uh, that's when she let him know that he had been in the war for uh, for one week and he'd been there for six weeks. And he hadn't been there for one week. He'd been there for six weeks. I apologize. He was like, you know, I was so weak. Uh, this is one of the most frustrating parts. Uh, I couldn't hold my cell phone. It was so heavy. I couldn't type because my hands shook so much. The 43-year-old nurse from San Francisco had, had no underlying health conditions. He normally worked out six or seven times a week. He uh, weighed about 190 uh, when he spoke to BuzzFeed on Tuesday. Uh, after he'd been able to start eating foods again, he weighed just 140. His lung capacity is only now starting to uh, slowly come back. Uh, I knew I thought I was going into the coronavirus. He said, I didn't know what I thought going into coronavirus. I didn't think it was that serious uh, until after suffering it started happening to me. He said, I thought it, I was young enough for it not to affect me. I know a lot, I know a lot of people think that also. I want to show it can happen to anyone. It doesn't matter if you're young or old or have pre-existing conditions or not. It can affect you. Listen, when I saw that picture, I thought it was some Photoshop shit too. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, mm-hmm. this is my BuzzFeed. Let me start reading this article a little bit more. I'm like, whoa, like the dra- He looks like two different people. Dude is, before he was Jack, he said like 190, dude was in shape. I saw him, yeah. he was like, man, I worked out every day. I'm very fit, you know what I'm saying? I have no underlying conditions. And for his body to take that virus, will the virus affect his body that way? For him to drop, what's that, 50 pounds? 30, 30 yeah. 40 pounds, something like that? 50 pounds. 50, 50, pounds, pounds. 50 pounds, yeah. 50, drop 50 pounds like that? That is nuts. Listen, I hope this is another clear case of people taking this virus seriously, especially for people who are younger and fit. Not saying that it affects everybody because you can walk around, be asymptomatic, and nothing happens to you. Or it can, and this is kind of like two extremes I'm, I'm explaining. You have a, be asymptomatic and just be just fine. You know what I'm saying? For the most part, maybe have a little bit of a sniffles, but go along your day as if nothing's really happening. Or to this point where he was in the hospital for six weeks, thought he was in there for a week and lost 50 pounds. That should let you know right there, like, man, listen, this ain't nothing to mess with. I mean, if you still think it's something to mess with at this point, and people, man, I'm not saying. I, listen, I'm not saying us. So we're oh, not. I know, but I, I know. I know. I mean, even I have to admit, man. I like this last couple of days. If I didn't catch it already, I'm ready to catch it. Yeah, you don't want to catch it. No, you don't. I'm, I'm tired. I'm joking. See, you I'm joking. look like a lollipop head. I'm joking. Uh-huh. I'm tired. Hey, I think it's I'm fair ready. to say to vent that out, Ken. 
yeah, I think I'm that's t- fair to say. I'm Even tired. though you don't believe in it. Yeah, I'm tired, man. I'm ready to get outside the house. Uh, I want to go. I want to do something. Keep your ass in there. I'm do not. In the house. No, 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 no. Wait, I'm Let not going to do that. I know. For a second here. I, I see, know what you're saying. So see, this is what I'm he looking, I'm looking So now this is what he's going to do. So for the people to actually do it, he's going to sit and get on them at their deathbeds. <laughs> But for us who are staying in the house, he's gonna be on us who are staying in the house too. Mm-hmm. Yep, no, I'm, not, I'm not going anywhere. It's just Can't that, take the heckle out of the heckler. I, guess. I need a right. I need a, I need a change of venue in this bitch. Right, like this is the time that I know I should have enough money to own a cabin because we would have taken several trips to that cabin somewhere isolated and been outside, really enjoying ourselves. But man, I just need I need I need a switch up. I'm just saying yeah. again, it's voicing my my how I feel. I'm not gonna risk my family. And we've done such a good job in quarantine while below it. Go ahead, Ryan. Uh just to piggyback off what you said, having a cabin. Uh I was talking with one of my friends over the phone yesterday, and he was saying how his parents they have this lake house in Johnsburg. It's mm-hmm. kind of the chain of lakes, if you guys are familiar. It's a really nice house, but his parents, uh, you know, they are kind of trying to move out of there and get rid of it, but they're putting it up for rent right now. Somebody paid 20 grand to come over and stay for the month. And they're just vacationing quarantine there because they were planning on sending over like a cleaning service, like every, like once every week or something. They said, don't bring anybody. We're just quarantining. We don't want anything. We'll send pictures. We'll do whatever. Don't check up on us at all. And I was like, that? that must be nice. Damn. That must be nice. You know what? We're going to spend 20000 on vacation this year anyway. Let's just go to a lake house for a month and just quarantine there. Where's this lake located again? Uh, it's the Chain of Lakes. It's uh, over in at? like Johnsburg. It's basically northwest right by Wisconsin. It's like Johnsburg, Richmond, very okay. like kind of rurally area, but slowly okay. developing. Wow. 20 stacks for a month? <laughs> and, you were about to, and you were about to sell it. So now put that 20 on top of what you're about to sell it for. Well, I'd right. be interested. I wonder how much they're willing to sell it for. I was watching um, uh, HGTV, uh, the million dollar, million, no, no, million dollar homes, whatever like that. But somebody, but the, no, not million dollar homes, uh, lottery winners. Um, and somebody, I think a family had won like 250000 So I'm like, well, you know more, you're not a millionaire. So what are you about to buy? But it was like, we want to buy a lake house. And I'm like, well, how much does a lake house cost? Man, them lake house is going for like one hundred fifty, one hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. I'm cheap, and they'd be like, "Dude," and it was like, "Yeah, you this this spacious lake house for what seven hundred and fifty square feet." I'm like, "It's a damn apartment," and it's right. going for how much? I'm like, "Wow, I'm like okay, so maybe they'll be able to get something, Ken." No, they're gonna get something. They're, they'll be fine. They'll put those, some of those twos on top of some of them threes and some of those fours, um, dude. Again, COVID, that's what my mind. My money isn't proper because that's what, like, I would love to put the family in the truck, drive for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all can run it as long as I can still see our ass. I'm mm-hmm. still not trusting that. Kids, just go off into the woods. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I'll be able to fish a little bit, be able to camp. they're old enough. See, where I see, I'm down with that. And I, I, now I still probably should bring the Luga. But I'm not laying outside on just weaponless with, with nature. I need a door and some ceiling and some walls in this bitch. Where's the old uh, crossbow, honey? I need also, something in between. I'm going to tell y'all this too with my cabin. I'm going to just let y'all know. But when I have my cabin and y'all come. Cabin uh, life. 
because, listen, because it's not going to be like how y'all usually do y'all cabins where it's like, we getting away from everything. No, that flat screen's going to be all up oh, in yeah. that bitch. Wow, what? I'm not going into nature or the cabin without a flat screen. Come on. I'm just making sure. I'm just excited. Like, some of my friends are like, y'all, y'all, just, y'all just do activities all day? Listen, I want to do the activities. Yes. I still got to be able to watch the game out in nature and do what I need to do. You still got to live life, man. Right. On. Correct. Correct. All right. This one uh, comes out of uh, Yahoo Sports. Um, imagine giving one athlete in sports history a career do over all injuries and off the field or, or on court problems just magically disappear forever. Uh, who would you pick? Yahoo pointed out a few people. So the first one, Chicago's very on Derrick Rose. And I'm I definitely take a minute. And I want you guys to think about it so we can find out who you pick. The second one is Robert Griffin III. Um, the third, Bo Jackson. The fourth, Greg Oden. Another uh, Portland Trailblazer player, Brandon Roy, is the fifth. And last but not least, Cubs pitcher, Kerry Wood. D. So, so out of them, who would I rather be? Like, no, the- who would you rather? Who would you rather them get a career do over due to their career being shortened for some reason or another? Oh, yeah, off field or on field shortened. Man, I might have to go with Bo because Bo was the only person that I. He will probably be the modern day, only modern day person we will be able to see if possible. Might? No, 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 no. I was going to say, he might be the only person that we could still see that could still be an all-star in two sports. Right, right. So, because uh-huh. I, uh-huh. I know we saw it before, but if we just actually let him, let his, let his body, he stay healthy, that hip, you know what I'm saying, he didn't have a hip injury. And uh, he can uh, like live out his career to what it probably once was, and even after the injury, he still had a great baseball career. He didn't have a great like, baseball. Well, career. I'm, talking, I'm just saying, he had a decent. Base, no, no, no. He had a decent for a guy with no hip. That's what I'm talking. He about. had a decent. He had a decent career. Listen, if a, you if you didn't have a hip, and he was still able to do what he was able to do, a hey, must my hats off to you. So that's the only thing I'm saying. But he was able to still have a good career. Yeah. Um, but man, I probably had to go with Bo Jackson. I, like I say, I think he's the greatest athlete. In, in American sports history, that's my that's my pick. But if they have, for him to be able to have say healthy and do it over again, oh hell yeah, Bo Jackson. Um, honorable mention, of course, D Rose. But at least we got to see him be, become an MVP. Yeah, uh, mine was a no brainer as Bo Jackson because to be able to see somebody uh, as D alluded to play both sports at the highest level, and he was just starting to understand baseball. baseball. Imagine oh. if he could still field, and imagine how much power he lost through his hips yep. and his swings. You know what I'm saying? So it's, if you just, I mean, if you could just think about some of those running plays as a Raider back in the days and seeing them run into the tunnel in Seattle, uh, like, dude, it, I would, I would, it would have to be a whole career of Bo Jackson <sighs> because you've never seen somebody do it at, at that level in both of those sports. And in particular, I would definitely want to see where his football career went, but I would love to see where his baseball career made it went when you have former, I mean, former major league baseball players saying that he, if he only played baseball, he could have been a hall of famer. See it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do we have to pick from the list, or oh, uh, no. pick from the list? Then Whoever. show us. Tell, then tell us who you want. Okay, from that list, I will go with Derrick Rose because only because that year in 2012 it was a shortened 66 game lockout season schedule, and I truly believe they would have had a chance to beat the Miami Heat that year in the 2012 Eastern Conference Finals. Because look at it, Boston's in the end of their run with Pierce Garnett and, and Ray Allen, and number two, LeBron James did not. I repeat, did not have his first championship yet so they would have had another opportunity to perhaps knock out the heat like D said we saw Derrick Rose winning MVP but that Bulls team they were right there to steal a championship as you would say Ken 
Real quick, I want to know who you had outside of that set. One thing, though, uh, Paul Pierce has been coming at Bron and not being on his top five, but he had a real good point that I read. He said this. He said if they didn't get Ray Allen, LeBron only gets one title and that Miami really underperformed, which in a way is true. Mm-hmm. But when you but he, but they say if Ray Allen doesn't hit that shot, shot yeah, Santonio wins two, right? And just like that, when yeah. you put together that type of team, but see, who was it that wasn't on the list that you wanted to, if you could do over, you would do over? Okay, actually, I have two real quick. In basketball, Grant Hill, because he was that he was technically he was the second uh, four small forward that could handle the ball like Scottie Pippen. Only Grant Hill had a better offensive uh, skills. Third, Paul Pressy like Scottie- said, "Don't don't disrespect Paul Pressy." Now I remember Paul Pressy in Milwaukee, then San Antonio at the end of his career. I remember Paul Pressy. Uh, for a few of you hockey fans that may be watching, Eric Lindros, he had a good career, but he got overshadowed by. A series of concussions. Mm. Right. He was supposed to be the next great thing, but he had uh, concussion issues throughout his career. Like that, Graham Hill. Um, That's a good one. Off the list, I mean, so obviously I care way more about the Chicago Bulls than any other <coughs> athlete that was listed there. So Derrick Rose would be pretty high. I love me some RG3, though, except he went to that racist-ass team. But, man, I really was a big <laughs> RG3 fan that rookie year. I was. I would have liked to see him going – that's just kind of my thing. I'm not saying it wouldn't, should be it wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have worked out. Probably, clear, but I, I really he didn't. Like he didn't learn how to quarterback. You you shouldn't been able to throw the ball from the pocket by now in Memphis. Hey, Ken, who do you have? Who you have off the list? Can you think you might have by the top of your head? Anybody that's not on this list? Uh, yeah. I got a, a person who. It's, well, it's similar let me to, give mine. Let me. Give oh, mine oh first. go ahead. Go ahead. Let yeah, me go give ahead. mine first. Oh yeah, go ahead. Mine would be Mike Tyson. If he Mike doesn't Tyson. go with the off-field, the rapey, all mm. that stuff, and he kept going on as a boxer, I think boxing would have been such a bigger deal in the 90s, even more so. And I, to me, that's a sport I wish I could have saw in its golden era or mm. when it's really on top. 80s, and Mike Tyson, he's really the, the last relic of that for me. Like, I wasn't alive for anything. Yeah, you didn't want to see a lot of 80s. Uh, Tyson won't fight nobody. Tyson is in a period right. where they – there was – there really – like, now, if Tyson, what would have happened to him is he would have lost to people like Riddick Bowe and Lennox Lewis because those tall guys would have been a real big issue for Tyson, especially those young tall guys. But that's a good one. Uh, for me, I guess – I'll give you two real quick. One, I wish Alonzo Mourning never had a kidney issue because – he doesn't. He isn't put in the proper space of where he was as a center. There were some years earlier on that I preferred him over Shaq. But then, um, but then that kind of happened towards the end of his career, though. No, nah, it was like I the. It was, it was like prime. the. It was like, yeah, that's what it was. It was it like was late. His career, but think yeah. about it. Like think about it. How he, he was on that Heat team that actually won. Yeah, with, but he was with, a backup. He was about yeah. Just like when you ever like they keep showing that Vince Carter dunk on him when he was in net and he yaks it on morning. The part they don't show is right before that morning blocked his dunk and that's what he's going back to get and he's coming back again. But I would have loved to see see Zo full strength because he would be a top ten center if he was full strength. Like he he would have more defensive MVPs probably. I mean he's just really missing a cohort to really take him on to another level. So, because that's – Grant Hill, to me, is another one. But I put him and Grant Hill in a similar box as far as those players from that era that, that when we were growing up that didn't get to necessarily grow. Now, this is my next one. And I know part of this is a large part of his legacy. I would have liked to see what would happen if they never took boxing away from Muhammad Ali. Mm, yeah, that's, that's a good one. one. That's a real good one. That's a good one. One I was thinking of, kind of go old school, too – what if Gail Sears didn't get out that he had? If he would have stayed fully healthy, he may not have a Walter Payton here. 
Well, and, and you might have a that's new true. greatest running you, back. You may not yeah. have Walter Payton here because that that's, was like, what I was that's like five or six years after he gets drafted, like five or six years after Gill. I mean, it did his career. Yeah, Will Sells was playing in the sixties. Walter Payton got drafted when like 72? 75. 75? 75. Yeah. So, and when did Gill Sears retire? I'm gonna look it up now. Yeah, if y'all can look it up. It, it. Was it the late sixties? I don't think he played into the seventies, did he? I think it was the late Man, 60s he would have been so sweet. Yeah, I mean, if, if if Gale Sayers' body would have held up all the way through, you knees. know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, it really his knees. If his knees would have held up all he the way through. He retired in 1972. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. And when yeah. Walter, he was drafted in 75? That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And how, I mean, how many years did Gale play? What, six? He, yeah, he six started is, in 65. Mm-hmm. He started yeah. in 65. And he played in parts of six seasons, I believe. Yeah. 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 So, because he had two to three knees. And back then, a blown ACL was the end of your career, basically. Yeah. yeah imagine if you would have had some of those guys, had have the medicine, the technology back then with mm-hmm. some of those guys. I mean, you're talking about, yeah, yeah Ryan, you, you 100% right with that. You might be talking about somebody else being the greatest running back of all time because. Man, you wasn't stopping Gail Sayers, and he was doing it all over the place, all over the place. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, yeah, yeah. I, I would love to see. I can't think of anybody else. Derrick Rose, yeah, definitely. But yeah, go. Well, you guys it. Uh, real quick, as far as like Gail Sayers is concerned, could you say the same thing about Terrell Davis? I think he's in the Hall of Fame, Pro Football Hall of Fame. He is in the Hall of Fame. Fame. He almost had the same career as uh, Gail Sayers. Yeah, he had a uh, knee injury that cut his. Yeah, career. but he wasn't no Gail though. And listen, he was. I'm a, I'm a big TD fan. Yeah, I like TD. Yeah. But one thing, unfortunately, that was proven is that TD is an exception. But what what Mike Shanahan was doing with that yeah. zone blocking scheme, because he was just getting dudes off like the street, yeah. just rushing for a G. It was like, what? Yeah. You got this dude from Arby's? Like, it was. <laughs> Think about that. He had that scheme, and it's gone all the way yeah. to his son. His son? And that yeah, Morstead dude. Is like yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, How many? Like, no that's the only problem season. with that. I mean, but look about it. Uh, TD, TD, yeah, ran for two stacks in that offense. Yeah. But still, you know, looking at that offense, like if you just even like if you think about all these other running backs that we like, if they played in that scheme, you know, what I'm saying what type of yards they would have put up. Hey, even think about Ralph, Ralph Sampson. If he would, if it was his feet, right? When Ralph Sampson's feet took. No, nah, it was just, it was his heart. Oh, I can't. It was, man. It's his heart. Damn. It's his heart, bro. He wasn't a go-getter like that. And listen, he was on a, he was on a, um, a finals team with yeah, Houston. In Houston, with Houston. Yeah. But yeah. if his feet would have stayed up, man. Oh, how about this one? Danny Manning. Dude, Danny Manning was broken when he was born. Oh, come on, man. How many, how many times you get, like, he was broken in Kansas. Like, you can't keep, that's a listen, listen. Danny has some skill, though. He can't I remember, I remember, um, I wish I had on the shirt, that real quick, the night that we were at uh, uh, that brewery uh, with, with your boys or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Argus, Argus, Argus. Argus, we was with Sean. Uh, rest in peace, Argus is closed. Really? Yeah, because of coronavirus, and so is Three Floyds. I saw Three Floyds, but I, is, is it going out of business or is it just I closed? I think so, I think so. But uh, uh, what's his name? John was like, man, imagine if Tupac was alive. And I was like, man, if Tupac was alive, he'd still be dead. <laughs> <laughs> they was going to get him. All right? He was asking for it. He was going to catch it. All right? Let's believe. He take us out. All right. Hey, we'll come on back and have some more fun. Dean Davis to flip. All right, this is coming from Market Watch. Uh, consumption of wild animals in the Chinese city of Wuhan, the epicenter of the coronavirus outbreak, has been banned just weeks after America's top infectious disease expert, Dr. Anthony Fauci, called for it into the wet markets trading in exotic meats. Interesting. Meat. Uh, lion, tigers, and bears. I'm joking. Lion, oh, tiger. Wow. 
right? Peacocks, uh, pangolins, which has been a, 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 a part of this show, the pangolin. I'd actually be like the symbol of the show, the pangolin. Are now off They're the cute. menu, right? Are now off the menu after the municipal go- uh, government in Wuhan announced this week that a new policy has come to affect banning, uh, breeding, hunting, consumption of wild animals. Uh, the law will be in place for five years. I think it should be longer. Uh, other species, including bat and snake, also have been banned as a part of a national push to prevent population from eating wildlife. It is thought that the sale and consumption of exotic meats in wet markets has spawned diseases. The first case of coronavirus are, are thought to have come from a wet market in Wuhan in the province of uh, Hubei. Uh, scientists think that the virus originated in bats transferred to humans through another animal, which in a show, one of the shows we were in, the pangolin is suggested to be the animal that it transferred to human beings because right. there's a certain gene that was missing that the bat had, the pangolin kind of, he took care of that for him. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is a, has shown a spotlight on the global market of exotic meats, the way that they are procured and the hygiene around the sale and consumption. The market for wild animals is worth an estimated uh, $73 million and provides work for as many as 14 million people. See, that's where I was going to go with it. Uh, the, the job market for this. Uh, obviously, this isn't like um, an underworld kind of a thing, you know what I'm saying? Anything uh, illicit. Now, moving it from country Kinda. to country, you know, I was going to say, moving it from country to country, that could be illegal. But having a wet market out there, you just, you know what I'm saying, killing, what, killing whatever these animals and you may be sell them. And if it's fine within that government, then it's fine within that government. But people, and I think another thing, too, is yeah. how the meat is handled. Mm. Legally, it wouldn't be legal. It wouldn't be legal. But because okay. maybe state to state or just the want of it, mm. it's good enough for us. There you go. So, but look at the jobs. How many you said? 14,000 jobs? 14 million. million. 14 million jobs. On Tiger on, Balls. On, off, of illicit, <laughs> off of wild meat that people want to eat. Now, imagine if you take all that away. China is just now, for the most part, because uh, it's a dictatorship, is just now kind of bringing though a lot of people that was in poverty into somewhat of a middle class or somewhat not middle class out of poverty. Imagine if you say 14 million people, you can't do this. Now, as much as we don't like it and as much as saying that uh, you shouldn't do it, but just think about the effect of it and effect on those people and the economy and then what those people are going to be able to turn around or what they're going to have to do to survive. That's crazy. So I mean, I'm not I'm not for big game hunting. I don't think you should hunt anything. Anyway. How do you get that tiger meat up in there though? Because that, 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 that ain't too it's many places. Wow, yeah. I'm just saying, but you you bringing the meat to the tip. Yeah. They can't, listen, they can't be getting. You can't be feeding. Uh, they can't be enough wild game hunts to provide that much tiger meat. Well, I mean, and it's probably coming from these private zoos. That's where what, they have these big cats and they have nothing to do with. You're right. You're right. You're right. Possibly. So we're going to blame Joe Exotic is out here giving hey, up that premium tiger would. ass. Probably would. Listen, I, 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 they have to get him somewhere, right? And I think, and that some, comes back to the food handling thing. Okay, food, I have this yeah. big dead ass tiger. I need to ship it to Asia. I'm sure they're not doing it the best way possible. And I can get something. I can get something for it, and then those. Jo- I mean, listen. You got to branch. You got to branch Ricky that tiger meat, and before that tiger died, when he on his last day, send him over there while that meat's still fresh. Wait a minute, is it that dead tiger? Ass? They're probably just doing old school, baby. Just a little salt on top, a little salt bay. <laughs> that's good enough. <laughs> oh, that takes care of the germy. Wait a minute, aren't tigers damn near extinct? Yeah, that's what In I'm the saying. Wild. Not in private. <laughs> they private. said breeding. They said breeding. Yeah. 
You don't want that inbred tiger meat. You want fresh wild. Because you know they don't let the, the mama fuck the boy. She ain't gonna bring in no new tiger dicks. Well, they got too many already. They could probably randomize it. Look at Joe Exotic. <laughs> he was like, I got too many male tigers and female tigers that are full grown. I don't know what to do with. Right? What they say on there, like you only got about two, 18 months to make money off that tiger and then you right. got to move on from that tiger. Right. Like, as long as people can't pet that tiger, the tiger got to go. Then it just becomes oh. a financial burden. So guys, so guys, guys, as yeah. it's, it's, it's my daughter says, guys, guys. <laughs> Listen, I got one for y'all, though. Okay. Because now we got to think of these new hustles, all right? The world is changing around us. There's no, as far as I know, black wildlife refuge for tigers, right? With one white guy in the crew, or two. What we could do They is, might have them in Africa, though. Yeah, but we're talking about in the States. Yeah. Okay. Oh. We're talking about in the States. It's, it was, wasn't there a dude in Brooklyn had a tiger in his house? In the projects? No, no, no. That's not what Ken's talking about. I'm trying to get Ken is what we need to do is get us some tigers for these people to pet, make that money off of them, right? Before they die, still fresh. Just get us a plug, send their ass over there to China. You trying to get paid or you trying to motherfucking not? Oh, I thought we were opening a conservation. Not a that's what I thought we was going. Listen, yeah, that's, 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 the, that's the front. Listen, listen, guys. We go. We live by the Danny Ferry philosophy. The front of the store is on the up and up. The back, we're selling illegal goods. Wow, oh, man! Look at this Ten dude. exotic over here. I know, right? Look at this dude right here. People, Look at this people, dude right people, here. People go eat that tiger ass. Either you standing, either you get in the way of it, or you get ran over by it. But people go eat that tiger ass. I can imagine, Ken, like that story with Joe Exotic when this poor woman brings this horse. Can you just put him out to just live his final days? Sure. Next second she's gone, cut that thing up and feed it to the tigers. I didn't get to that episode. No, that wasn't in an episode. That's okay. what they, what they do afterwards. So, okay. Yeah. okay. Well, but see, you know what? Again, and that lets me know that he's not raising his tigers properly because I want my tigers to still feel that little wildness to him. I would have thrown the horse in there and then let them go at it. But see, those are whole-ass tigers. Man, you listen. You, yeah. Yeah, you go ahead and throw that horse in there. Next thing you let somebody walk up in their ass and they're like, oh, shit, that's a horse. I'm about to eat this person. <laughs> Has to have a gun out in nature what to just feed horses to tigers. Listen, you don't need a horse. It took, it took old girl arm off. You don't need a horse. And the girl was like, I was back there the next day. I didn't, you know what? I didn't finish that. I watched the first episode. I watched like, two, I think. I'm out. I'm out. I watched two. I think I would go back for at least another one. I mean, it's a fun story. It's a fun story. This <laughs> like, woman can't get women. Who's the lady that fed, fed her husband? Allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly fed her husband to uh, a tiger. Was her name Karen? Carol. Carol. Baskin. Carol Baskin. Like, it was entertaining, but these people are just, it, like, a lot of the people that are working at the zoos are good people that care about the animals. Well, maybe not good, but they care about the animals and they dedicate their lives to it. Like Joe and these carols and all these people, they are just like the scum of the earth. So I could see, see why you'd want to turn it off. Sid, have you watched it? Have you seen Tiger King? No. I heard about it, but I haven't seen that one episode. Yeah. I don't think you guys are missing much. That's basically okay. what I'm trying okay. to say. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. The dude from, who was it? They did like a, it's going to be like a TV show for it. Nicholas oh. Cage? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I put yeah, that in the first topic. Yeah, Nicholas Cage. Yeah, yeah. He's going to play like a play. Uh, CBS limited series. He's going to be the uh, Joe, Exotic? Joe Exotic. Yeah. It's a damn shame. Is, is he still with us or he's still in jail? He's in jail. He's in jail. Oh, okay. All right. I, know hey, I don't think he's getting out anytime soon. Okay. 
Unless his buddy Trump helps. I thought that was the last where it was at. He was begging for uh, a pardon. I saw a dirty cop uh, that uh, it went across my phone. I had to be here in Illinois. A dirty cop that was robbing drug dealers got out six years earlier today because of Corona. So everybody's getting their partners out right now. You got a partner. You better, you better make sure you send it up the chain. Hey man, he was robbing drug dealers. Uh-huh. Uh, they, if they know he back on the street, yeah, he it's might like want to stay. Right there, he might want to might want to stay in jail. He ain't got to come back here. Hey, don't say that about Omar. <laughs> you can live free. You can live free any other place. All right, uh, Arkansas. This from, this from Yahoo. No, not not there, D. Straight uh, like him. No. The Nebraska, just like Compton. Straight up. Right. Uh, from Yahoo Sports, uh, Strip Chat, an adult website company, announced in an email to Yahoo Sports a $15 million bid Thursday for the name and rights for the Mercedes-Benz Superdome, home of the New Orleans Saints. It comes after the team says the Mercedes-Benz won't renew its contract with the team. So they was like, we're going to keep the one in the really? line. We ain't keeping this one. Uh, this, was, this was the company's offer sheet, guys. Wait, what's the name of the company again? Strip Chat. Oh, okay. In our opinion, New Orleans is a party capital of the United States. It's always been synonymous with the nightlife and entertainment. It comes alive at night with people wandering the neon-hued promenade of one of the most uh, famous nightlife strips in uh, the world, Bourbon Street. I like to think that we here at Strip Chat embody those New Orleans characters in flair. As one of the world's leading adult web camera sites that average more than 60 million visitors per month, damn, mm. we, now, we, we know a thing or two about having a good time. We've been looking into penetrating the sports world and think mm. this is a wor- wonderful <laughs> opportunity. I didn't read this before. To do so by announcing a bid for 15 mil for the name and rights to the Supertone. Well, number one, I think Vegas is the number one party town in the country, not New Orleans. Right. Number two, um, I'm kind of shocked that Mercedes-Benz is leaving New Orleans. The Saints is still, I mean, it's an NFL team. I'm surprised they want to have two instead of one. That's that's kind of sad. But they're probably not they seeing, don't want to pay for two. Yeah, they probably, they're not, they're not seeing, Mercedes-Benz. But they're not seeing the revenue generating from it, though, right. Really? So, yeah, yeah. Huh. And pro- I'll tell you huh. another thing, probably. That's interesting. Probably the Superdome being the Superdome, putting your name on it doesn't change the fact that people call it the Superdome. Superdome. Right. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. It's definitely called Superdome over there. Um. Well, listen. Shout out to them. You talking about this wet wetlands? Uh, I'm not wet life. Uh, yeah, wet exotic, market. Wet market. Exotic. We need to be getting to some strip. What is it called again? Strip what? Strip trap. Strip chat. Strip chat. That's what they do. Right. Yeah. Thing. Okay. Listen. If they if they able to give if they able to get and they, and they won't talk about to, a wet. They market. won't be able to do it. Ah, yeah. uh, that's bling bling. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, but I mean, shout oh, out so to them. Let me go this back. Yeah. So yeah. now selling tiger ass to people that want to eat it, mm. but you want to deal in sex trafficking. This is what you're telling hey, me. Hey, where's that sex trafficking? <laughs> Come on, <laughs> dogs. What is it? What you know all those girls. You know all those girls in those rooms prefer not to be in those rooms, brother. There's somebody on the outside that room. Like, get your ass up in there and show something. All right. <laughs> Don't think sixty. Come on, not D. Somebody is pimping on that right there. Believe that. They may not you, really, you may not sit in a face during your little webcam, but as soon as that webcam goes off, she's gonna be. Man, <laughs> and one, gonna thing, be. one thing I would play devil's advocate to that: all uh, these Instagram influencers, Listen, that's not that. Listen, they're, those they're are fr- just getting cash. Those yeah, are freelancers. Those are freelancers. We can't freelance with them. Listen, yeah. strip chat don't strip chat don't freelance. <laughs> 
Hey, listen, you can't freelance if you don't have a huge following. This probably gives them a chance to freelance without a following. Wait a minute. I don't know what the what the, the payment structure is going for OnlyFans, but OnlyFans.com, they got to be making a lot of damn money right about now. I don't see why. What you mean you don't see why? Why are you During going COVID? to... Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's all I'm saying. Why are you going to... And unless you just love this lady in particular, OnlyFans right. page for anything <laughs> where porn is free. In, hey, a free, in a poor free world society, <laughs> people want to pay. People, some people want to support. You're obsessed with one porn. They want to support. You want to go to that one. Watch that old footage. Watch that old footage. Why are you his and her hustle? I'm just. I'm not knocking it. <laughs> and listen, I'm gonna tell y'all this too. Some of those girls, those only fan pages, and somebody's got their knuckle up to their face too. Like you better get out there and make it work. <laughs> no doubt. All right. I hope not. no doubt. Okay, D. I mean, I think I, you know I, the black market I, enough. I mean, yeah. That's part of the <laughs> right. Oh no! Yeah, listen, now on the streets they be pimping hard, but them only fan yeah. pages is clean. <laughs> Anything you see on the computer—that's fine. <laughs> the real life stuff. That's what you gotta be looking this out person for. is is putting their sexuality out themselves. <laughs> Have you never heard the dialogue? It's always like, I really want this. This is the best thing of my life. Yeah. That's what I've been waiting for since grade school. All right. All right. Oh, man. This is from Politico. African-American support uh, was crucial to former uh, Vice President Joe Biden's 2020 uh, primary victory. His ability to turn out black voters in November could make or break the general election for Democrats. So after comments to a popular black radio personality Friday morning uh, induced uh, uh, queasiness among some of the uh, some of his allies, the party's presumptive presidential nominee eventually apologized later in the day. In an interview with The Breakfast Club, an interview on The Breakfast Club that aired Friday morning, Biden uh, responded to a question from the show's co-host, Charlamagne Tha Guy, by saying, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're uh, for me or Trump, then you ain't black. It's a long way until November. We got more questions. You got more okay. questions. But I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. Uh, he walked back those remarks hours later, acknowledging in his campaign call with black business leaders that he was uh, perhaps uh, been much too cavalier. I know the comments have come off like I was uh, talking to African-Americans or taking African-Americans vote, sorry, for granted, but nothing can be further from the truth. I've never done that and I've earned it every time that I've run. I was making the point that I've never taken the vote for granted. And in fact, I know in order to win the presidency, I needed the African-American vote. And it is uh, the driving force, as I said, in the beginning of my campaign a year ago to being able to win this first place bid to win the primary. And it's going to be critical uh, to winning the presidency. Listen, I think with with uh, Joe Biden's comment, I watched the entire interview. The interview off off jump, it started off GP contentious yeah. because I'm sure somebody been telling Joe Biden, or at least Joe Biden don't know himself, that Charlemagne's been talk, kind of talking hard shit about him since the uh, since the start of the uh, presidential campaign back in in the, the Democrats' uh, nomination uh, thing, uh, primaries, I should say. Uh, so it started off kind of like, yeah, I know who you are. And you know Joe Biden, he always want to either fight you or do some push-ups against you. <laughs> so he came in kind of like red-ass about it, right? Uh, the comments himself, though, he tried, like you said, Ken, he tried to be cavalier. I guess he tried to be funny. Some people talk about you trying to make a joke. I don't think you're trying to make a joke. I think he probably meant to – I think he basically was trying to contrast himself between Trump and himself. And he basically saying, I don't know if you heard some of his younger black folks say this around his staffers, or he wants to say, like, listen, man, if you, if you vote for that mother, you ain't black. 
And I'm and I first heard I'm like, whoa, because I got B Pope, uh, Brandon Pope from uh, WCIU the Jam tweeted it out. I'm like, he said that? Like he really said that? Like, okay, I gotta go watch this interview. So listen, I think he was trying to contrast himself between Trump and himself, but that's some bullshit. It was ignorant as hell to say it. I'm not saying that some people probably don't think when you have somebody who's black and support Trump, they don't look at, they'll probably look at them like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Because you know that motherfucker don't like us. So in some people, and, and in some people's eyes, he's probably speaking the truth. But stick to the script. Just go on there, answer the questions, be contentious. I like, I like the fact that Charlemagne was contentious against him because I think all interviews should have a little contention to kind of really get out what you're thinking. Uh, but just stick to the script, get your ass out of there, go on to the next interview. All right. So, so but he did, but he get he, he he apologized. Yeah. See, this it's is gonna, sad. It's gonna it's, it's gonna be uh, old news by tomorrow. This is a sad state of where we at. Mm-hmm. With two motherfuckers running the presidencies, who old asses shouldn't be running for the presidency. We need a maximum age. Crazy Uncle Joe, mm-hmm. popping off all the time. Pop off, pop smoke is what we're gonna start calling his ass, right? <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. Papa smoke or pop smoke. Or we what about go, Uncle Pop Smoke? Uncle Pop Smoke. You, you know what? But some of these kids are going to get mad at us for that. But for right now, <laughs> Uncle Pop Smoke. And then uh, <laughs> 45 crazy ass on the other side Asian talking about the, the, trunk, the, the, the churches are uh, uh, essential places also. Right? I mean, you know it's bad when preachers are coming out like, stay at home. Right? Like, when preachers are like, keep the money at the crib, we good. We'll get it from you later. Listen, exactly, D. Uh, listen, Joe Biden had no business saying that shit. Uh, him saying it lets you know that even though he says he doesn't take the black vote for granted, he takes the black, black vote for granted. Because you wouldn't let that shit come to flying out your motherfucking mouth uh, yeah. as far as you trying to dictate who what makes somebody black or not. Now, his reasoning, I can understand because Trump really has given very little uh, to black people. It's, and you could say that coming from Obama's uh, um, uh, economy, and then Trump did, you know, with, with deregulation stuff, keep it going and propped up. It was supposed to be a recession coming anyway, even though it's going to end up being worse than that. Um, ah, man, it's to me, it's real fucked up. Uh, and I agree with you, D. It's, it's, uh, people are already trying to wash over it, kind of like uh, the Terry situation, where we are, we're trying to form this war against somebody, and we had to pick the person that middle America would probably vote on, Right. But was probably the person that was one of the least uh, I, I don't want to say that, that he he's wasn't ready, but he just passed his prime. You know what I'm saying? When it came to the candidates in the primary, you know what I'm saying? And now we're, everyone's behind Joe and you can't undo it. You can't pull Elizabeth Warren out now. Can't pull Bernie out now. You know what I'm saying? And now we're stuck with this flawed candidate who basically can't shut the fuck up sometimes, right? And even when you said the thing with Charlemagne, listen, this is my big thing from it. He never addressed what Charlemagne asked him. What was the question that Charlemagne asked him? What's your black agenda? Yeah. The question wasn't about, like, he went into all of this. If you vote for him, the question he asked was... about what he did, not what he's going to do. Yes. What What is it that you are... What are you pa- passing to us to receive our votes? Mm. That's the question. Because no one with black people ever has to answer this question. It's just come out and vote for me, and I got hot sauce in my bag. Right? Mm. And no one has to come out and tell us, listen, in year two, black people, you're going to start seeing blah, 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 happen. Nobody addresses that, because they don't want to address that. Right. So to me, I mean, it's fucked up. I mean, that's just the honest guy truth. I think it kind of crystallizes the point. See, if I'm sorry for you, hop in. Mm-hmm. I think it kind of crystallizes the point of what Charlemagne was saying. 
the Democrats take the black vote for granted. Mm -hmm. Because you show up, you say what you need to say, um, and then you expect the vote to come out there. Unfortunately, we're put in this position, uh, spray tan ass over there, racist ass. You know we should not, with the majority of us, know we should not fuck with him. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we have, uh, what we're going to call him? Uncle Papa Smoke? Uncle Papa Smoke. Uncle Papa Smoke. But he goes on black media and, be, and feels like he's just is so comfortable. Entitled. To say, entitled. Entitled. And comfortable to say something like that, even if it, even if it was a joke of Cavalier. Come on, man. You got to think that thing bigger than that. See? I know he wouldn't say that about Jewish people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, Trump say Trump say shit like that all the time. But, but they Trump kinda, is a, but he's certified. Yeah. He's certified, right? He's certified. He's a wacko. Right. But like, I mean, just really just comprehend the fact that this motherfucker, <laughs> right? Like, it's, it's step, listen, and this is the problem with black folks. We allow these motherfuckers to step out too fucking much. Right, there's not enough motherfucking respect. That if they knew that that shit could happen, the motherfuckers would be like, "Man, fuck you." They wouldn't do it. My last part before you jump in, Sid. We said that to Joe Biden, but I think the Democrats in general has to come back with something for us because we the motherfuckers helping y'all out. You know how many motherfucking shit you don't win? Yes, right. And you're like, "Come the fuck on, go ahead, Sid." Uh, my point is, shouldn't it be the other way around? Uh, we as African Americans should have a plan and agenda to present to our, to the uh, the politicians that's that's asking for our votes, not the other yeah. way around. What are you gonna mm-hmm. do for us? No, here's our agenda. What you are are you gonna do this? Push it uh, through, so you can so you can earn our vote. It's not supposed to be the other uh, other way around. We can get mad at all the other groups if, uh, if we want to, but they the power concedes nothing without demand. We we see other uh, other ethnic groups and other groups or, and whatnot, they have an agenda. They tell the politicians, if you don't do this, you don't earn our vote. We should be the same way. Right. Good point. Yeah. Well, for me... When you voted not- for Trump, see it. <laughs> what kind of shot is that? I don't think Sid voted for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he did, but okay. Uh, <laughs> back to you, Ryan. <laughs> I'll take it from there, Sid. Uh, <laughs> you know I don't like Uncle Joe. I didn't yeah. like him when we were talking about in the primaries. Mm-hmm. I felt that this guy was an idiot. And I felt like the, Democrat, the Democratic Party, I'm so upset with them. Because I probably, like, I try not to just blindly align with the side, but I certainly align with Democrat over Republican, especially when you got a guy like Trump as your main guy on the right. Republican side. Right. So. I think he just I told felt- us he voted for W. Go ahead, please continue. <laughs> uh, so with the Democratic Party, I thought that this was the year you go with Bernie just based on the candidates that they had for the primary. Not saying that he was the best overall, but out of the pool, I thought he was the best overall because you can't just go with the Hillary playbook 2.0. Like, oh, you know what we need? We need a Hillary with a penis. Let's go with Uncle Joe. That'll be what we need. Like, that's what I felt like their game plan was for this four years trying to figure out something. And Joe, like, to me, when I heard this, it felt like one of those white people that, like, are cool with black people, so they just feel they can say whatever they want when they mm-hmm. want. Like, I'm different. I'm a different kind of white. I'm basically yeah. black. And yeah. I wonder, like, what would Obama say to something like hearing that? Like, I wonder what he called him. It was like, dude, what the hell are you doing? Why are you saying that crap? I, wa- I, would, I would think that you got Simone Sanders, who's running his campaign, a black woman. Obviously, he's a VP for Barack Obama, the first black uh, biracial, but first African-American um, president here in the United States. I would hope 
that they called his ass because that apology came out like in the middle of the day. Mm, yeah, about the middle of the day. It's not the afternoon. Yeah, because uh, the recorder, uh, the recorded interview happened in the morning, obviously, and, uh, and and an apology came out later on that day. So I'm 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 sure that somebody got to him. But this also drafts home the point, and I hope that this pressure gets put on him. This is why he needs a black woman as a VP because Ooh. you're gonna have to have somebody out there to kind of like. All right, Uncle Pop Smoke, rein your ass in a little bit because this constituency is what got you here. So hopefully that'll be able to push it in. But one thing I knew uh, in the interview, uh, Charlamagne did bring up the fact that people were upset that uh, it came out that um, Amy, Amy Klobuchar was being vetted. Was getting mm-hmm. vetted. He was like, hey, man, listen, I'm trying to tell you, a lot of black folks, especially black women, don't like that. And I think there's one thing that people also, also have to understand is when those names come out, those leaks come out, that's probably from the campaign kind of like doing a trial balloon to try to see, okay, let's see how this gets receptive. Let's see how this gets receptive. Amy Klobuchar didn't get a good reception, pop that balloon, that's not going to happen. So Joe Biden Oof. did say, Joe Biden did say it's multiple black women that's up, up, uh, up for the There's only one. There's only one. If he wants, if he really wants to take this home. Wait a minute, I know, I got three on the top of my head. It's only who's, one. Who's the one? If you really want to win, Thanks. you got to go with Stacey. You said when you kiss that beautiful BBW on, and she got that pistol holding up her pistol in the other hand, America in itself is gonna bust a nut, right? Just at that one, <laughs> right? Like I'm listen, you listen. Ain't nobody gonna care what you said about a being black. You show up with her at the crib, right? You we showing up, boy, right? We're showing because listen, you can't go now. Don't play yourself with Harris, all right? Because you're gonna get some black people to stay their ass at the crib. Right, yeah. they, Russia did a number. Computer. Russia did a number on that one. Right, Russia did a number on that one. They got they got out the spot real quick. Like ah, don't need don't need don't need. Real quick. Who, wait, who's your who's your third one, dude? Uh, Val Davis. She's a representative from Florida. Oh no, that ain't gonna work. Yeah, but, I mean, um, she's she's not that known, but she was on the prosecuting team. You got on the prosecuting team. Impeachment of Trump. She's a, she's in the house. She's a representative. Oh yeah, we need. It's only one. You gotta go get. Only the great, this the great part. This is the great too. part. This the great part. What's up? Okay, that's not great. I shouldn't say what? that. What? I was, that's what? what I'm gonna say. But what? what if something happens? Like he's old, he doesn't make. Get <laughs> Stacey president. Oh, hold on, wait a minute. Now, hey, I want to kick this around. Hey, everybody. Be better than Joe. Hey, <laughs> he said that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask y'all this. Let me ask y'all this because I I think. It's kind of been out there, but I don't know if it's 100% true. What's the odds? Let's say Joe Biden wins, right? He has pretty good odds right now, right? But this is only fucking May. Mm-hmm. Let's just say he wins. And behind the scenes where the movers and shakers, like old Hamilton, the Hamilton, the place, like back in the room, the room where everything really happens. Let's say they come to him and say, like, hey, dude, you can only do four years. No, he already said that basically. Wait a minute. So is but did he did he say that he's only going to do that? Okay, only this thing, is what I heard. Only, only thing I've heard is say, yeah, I'm gonna get a I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get a female. Uh, what a I've heard for a vice president implied is this: he views himself as setting up the next person, and he only looks at himself as a one term one-term president. Yeah, he's okay. old, dude. He ain't yeah, like, dude. He's like eighty. He like what eighty one or eighty two if he went off four years. Dude, look won? at look how different Barack looked after eight years. It's the same with Clinton. Yeah. Yeah. Right, like the only one that don't because like, he wasn't doing his job. The only one that don't look super old is George Bush. 
still Cheney, Cheney took a, but Cheney got all that heat, but Cheney was letting off that steam with that buck shot. Yeah. So he, he didn't age as much, but he doesn't let it shoot. That's what I'm saying. Ah, America. Take that intern out on the hunting trip. He got younger, dude. He got younger as soon as he busts off. Yeah. Five months younger. But I mean, but so again, that's what I heard implied okay. maybe a week or two ago. Again, I haven't heard it out of his mouth verbatim, but right. he looks at himself as he's setting up the next person so that they can take that run. So you got to be, yeah, you got to be thorough. Go ahead, Sid. Sid, Sid, what do you think about that? Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm at a loss for words on this one, but. Whoever Biden picks, as you like to say, this is running man has to be important, not not just for everyone, but for the African-American community. And he's yeah. got to be careful here. And, and, and like you said, uh, uh, he should look – I know it's not correct to say this, but he should look at himself as a one-term president because, like I said, he's like 76, 77 right now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so whoever, whoever his, uh, who wants to pick as his successor has to be at least 30 to 40 years younger than him, you would think, right? Yeah. You yeah. hope. Yeah. Yeah. You will wait mean, for uh, the next candidate. They'll get some other fossil out of somewhere and try to run the same playbook again. But who? But who else right now is an older lion in the Democratic Party? It's only really Hillary. Uh, it was Joe, Bernie. I don't know. Get Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren. Or something. I don't think. No, I don't think no, he. Ever, he would already gonna, did it. He would no, already. I'm not ran. saying that he's gonna go or anybody. What I'm convinced is that party just wants the same bullshit. Over and over. You know what? I think they're the last of that of that generation and that and that breed, man. Only one left. Hopefully. And, and, and honestly, it, I wouldn't even say Elizabeth Warren is, isn't even a part of that. I mean, but, she, but she's like 70 years old. So if she wanted to run again, she'd be 74 years old. So and until you and, to, and what we're saying right now is like, do you want somebody that old being the president? Now she's a woman, and women take women women take care of themselves a lot better than men, obviously. But uh but I mean, she's not even on that same pack. I know Chanel, I talk to my wife all the time. She wants Elizabeth Warren to be the vice president. She's like, I want, I want Lizzie. And you find a lot of women, black women too, that like Elizabeth Warren. So I, I don't know. I, it's very interesting to see what, what he's going to do. I'm with yeah. you, though. I'm with you, though, Ken. I say go with Stacey. Go with Stacey, baby. He I say go with Stacey. Man, if you want a home run, I think you go with Stacey. The cookout would be phenomenal. I mean, just the PR after that. I'm just saying. So immaculate for him. Listen, the only thing that will, only problem that would hurt it is that we can't all show up due to this COVID thing at the inauguration and be out there on the Grand Mall, mm-hmm. got my, my grill out. Yeah, Stacy. <laughs> I need some hazmat suit. Hey, take, listen, let's take these ribs over there to Stacy real quick. She gonna yeah. love you. But see, everybody like Elizabeth. <laughs> Like Elizabeth Warren, she's in Massachusetts, right? But this is a Republican governor. So the Republican governor can appoint to back, go, whoever goes to the Senate. That'll, that'll mean they're obviously going to pick a Republican uh, uh, person. Senator. Uh, Senator. Mm-hmm. Uh, California is so blue, man. It's like, it's like royal blue. So somebody would be, and you got Gavin Newsom, who's a governor. So obviously he replaced uh, Senator Harris with somebody mm-hmm. Democrat. And that Democrat will probably win anyway. That's why I say I think, that's why I do think she has a good chance. Governor, governor uh, uh, Gretchen. Gretchen, is that, is that last name Gretchen up there in Michigan? Like Michigan. In, in Michigan? Yeah. yeah, she's a governor. I, mean, I think a lot of people like her because she's going back and forth with Trump and her numbers are actually higher than his are basically on this whole COVID thing, even though she got like a few hundred people out there cutting hair illegally and showing up with guns and shit. And then you got the black folks showing up with guns. 
Michigan is going through a whole little thing, but she's a governor, so maybe. But that's why I kind of look, look at Stacey. Like, she has no – she's not in office right now. Mm-hmm. She is doing phenomenal grassroots-wise and getting the message out there. She basically telling the dude, dude, hire me. I'm here. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Hire me. It'll be like he brings old Oprah out. Oh, Ken. Right? You get a car. You get a car. You get a car. Oh, they love her. Remember? They love it. They used to let her in their house all the damn time in the 80s and 90s. All right? All right, let's do this. Let's run through this real quick. Right. This, from, this is from Digital Spy. Mel Gibson's new movie, uh, Force of Nature, has created a major controversy, controversy even before it's released. No oh, shit. The movie takes place in Puerto Rico during a Category 5 hurricane with Gibson playing Ray, who, along with his daughter, Kate Bosworth, refused to evacuate his apartment during the storm. Uh, as a disgraced cop, uh, Cardillo, played by Emily Hirsch, tries to get them to leave, a gang of thieves arrives to carry out a heist, leaving Ray, his daughter, and Cardillo uh, to team up to fight them. Once the trailer was released on Monday, May 18th, Force of Nature created an instant controversy as Puerto Ricans who experienced the Hurricane uh, Maria, as well as a struggle they've dealt with on the island, uh, let their feelings known. Approximately, well, approximately 400,645 uh, people died because of the hurricane, approximately because it was bad enough. We don't even have the exact numbers, 120 years said yeah uh, people buried their dead in their backyards people were without food water home electricity for months this is not an okay movie others criticize the movie for its white savior narrative with gibson's character fighting a bunch of bad guys reekins also uh the good guy cops are white while another is called outright disrespectful while another called it outright disrespectful what the hell male i mean i guess we shouldn't imagine we shouldn't think too much of you anyway based off those tapes but what these folks just went through this hurricane and you won't go down and tell them I'm about to fight some Puerto Ricans that yeah. why why the Puerto Ricans gotta be robbing your ass doing all this why one can't kind of be thing? Florida. Just like some freaking white people hanging how out about, with white people. How about this? How about they trying to rob your ass because you hoarding all the damn water and and, and, and shit and you and you keeping everything to yourself and these folks out there trying to make it. And you, but you want to fight these bad. But that bro- makes Mel the, Gibson look like a bad. The fuck. Listen, listen. Let me tell you something. God damn. Do you know how fucking ridiculous it is that Mel Gibson is still out here making, but that box office are banking on him. Kate Bosworth is in the movie. After the yeah. shit that he's pulled, and you still think these motherfuckers are your friends? Man. Right. Just think about that. Think about this. Let's let you know how fucked up America is. Right. We're like, man, he said that shit, but I still love him. <laughs> like, I, mean, I love him. Fuck it, fuck it. He played Hamlet and he was in, in uh, a lethal weapon. You can't, you can't love it. Like, dude, he, the stuff that he said, we just met each other when that had came out. All right. And we're sitting, I'm listening, like, we're just, me and Dad just met each other around the time that had come, that had come out. Now, listen, that's just one of the things that he's done. One of the things. <laughs> it's, like, it's just one of the things. All right. But it, Sid, you got something to say real quick? Yeah, real quick. Someone on Mel Gibson's team should tell him, dude, please get out your own way. You're not helping yourself right now. Facts. Yeah. Uh, listen, look, we got to run through this real quick, guys. This is going to take a turn through sports real quick. Uh, this one, I added this this morning. CBS Sports. Former NFL quarterback Ryan Leaf has been arrested for misdemeanor domestic battery in Palm Springs, California. TMZ first reported it. Uh, Leaf was taken into custody Friday afternoon. Details of the incident are not clear. All that's currently known, according to the information available on the Riverdale uh, County Sheriff's Department website, is Leaf was booked on a single charge and his bail was set for 5000 So, can't do right, did it again. Yeah, but didn't he have like a real quick, like, uh, kind of, not a come to Jesus moment, not saying that, but yeah, he kind of yeah. like turned his, yeah, turn his kind of life around. That's how he became an uh, analyst on ESPN. On ESPN. Yeah. Yeah, he was doing stuff for Fox Sports too. What and he, I, didn't he have a huge Leaf? drug problem? Yes. Before? 
Yeah. And broke into a house because of drugs. Yeah, so around so he but probably like somebody's, there's some Didn't they find him in somebody's tub on. or something? Didn't they find him like in a, somebody's tub? He was high something? I, I, I feel like he needs some help. Yeah. Like right. CTE help. Then, then this one, a former New York uh, Nick great and uh, current Georgetown man head basketball coach Patrick Ewing announced Friday that he was tested positive for COVID. Yeah. You know, as soon as they came out with uh, the last dance, he wasn't going to let Mike get to all the last dance. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Mike, you think you bad? You think you so bad, Mike? <laughs> no. I'm going to show you something right now. Oh, no. It's like last Thursday. Uh, can we save the news till Monday? <laughs> right. I want to get these last two episodes out of the way. <laughs> no. Hey, all right, listen, guys. I hope, I, hope he, I hope he's doing good. I know he's in the hospital right now, but I hope, mm-hmm. he, I hope he's all right. And uh, I see, I, I liked it earlier, and then I saw you liked the same thing. And Charles Oakley, who had kind of been coming at Pat Ewan, was like, I yeah. still got your back. Yeah. Um, I've been by your side 10 years. I'm going to ride by you again. Wishing Pat Ewan the best. And Pat Ewan didn't take the bait. He was giving props to Oakley when mm. the ESPN interviewed him. Last but not least, fortunately, it's particularly important here in Chicago. Uh, the Utah Jazz announced Friday that longtime uh, coach Jerry Sloan died. He was 78. Uh, Sloan had Parkinson's disease and Louis uh, body dementia. The former NBA player Sloan was a jazz, jazz coach for uh, 23 years from 88 to 2011 until he stepped down because of Deron Williams. That's not in here, but I'm just going to let you know. And, of course, we know that he's a all-time great Chicago Bull. His, his number's up in the rafters. Uh, so we definitely wish Jerry Sloan a, a happy homecoming. Yeah. And his family, he lost his wife a long time ago. Well, yeah. compared to now, he lost his wife a long time ago. I think he was living in Peoria. So he was living downstate, I think. Um, so Did you what see about- uh, how Duran was saying how he's so happy he made up with them? Otherwise, he would have had such a regret because I guess they had a mutual coming together before. Yeah, I think I, that's I, 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 yeah, that's definitely good. I mean, it, it would have been a lot better for his career had he just played under uh, Jerry Sloan and never left Utah. Like, Big time. He, like, yeah. it, he, he, listen, a good chance he may have been a Hall of Famer. He just stayed in that pick and roll and did what Jerry Sloan wanted him basically to do. But the power struggle yeah. takes place. D. All right. Hey, thanks for uh, joining us at DN Davis Show, at Demons One, at That's Davis, at Sid Kid 80, Ryan B. Ski, and at Ryan B. Ski One. Uh, we'll definitely be back with sports with Dan Davis' show, even though there's a lot of sports in this. Uh, don't do anything crazy before you hear from us again. We go. Keep your hands to yourself. The flip.